Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Spence Radio. Fuck AFLX. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Joel. I'm Gemma. Guys, How Goods Footy. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This week, Sean, it's pretty good for two of us. Yep. So, Gemma, uh, welcome to the show again. Thank you. And we've brought you in for a week where, unfortunately, my team has beaten your team. Not really your team, though, is it? Uh, They are (gasps) definitely my team. Yeah. Okay. Where's the clarification there? just don't like you very much right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to take a team away from me. I decided before the season that I bagged for them, it wasn't a... It's true. You did look at their list and go, oh, yeah, this this club's going to be your battler. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at their list and was Expansion like... Expansion club? Oh, yeah. Every <laughs> every single player on this list is a superstar. This seems like a good place. <laughs> like good, good way to just dip my toe in the AFLW yeah. water. And you hit it behind the shield of, oh, my uncles go for North. Yeah, so, you North, know. North are a family team. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big weekend of AFLW and one garbage event also happened, which I guess we should probably talk about yeah. a little bit. The AFLX, something yeah. that we have been dreading forever, finally happened and it was bad. Uh, did either of you watch much of it? I didn't watch it. Good. Yeah. Gemma? I happened to watch about 20 minutes of it. So, I saw... I think three, maybe four full games. So that's how many were there? I, honestly, I I don't really know what went down. Okay, cool. So two ten minute halves each game. I watched four games. I've even forgotten the team names. Yep. Uh it was the least pressure I've ever seen on a football field ever. It was very boring. The crowd atmosphere was about a zero out of ten. They're just doing tricks and shit. Uh, not no, even. not even. No. It was just a lot of so the the ground the crowd the the ground was rectangle. So it was a lot of just like players would kick forward, someone would take a mark, be like a, or a little bit of a scrap in the middle, a clearing kick. Someone takes a mark, has a shot at goal, and just repeat that. There was no pressure at all. Like no one was laying any tackles because they were all there just to get paid. Sean, yeah, I think give a shit about the quality of football they were playing. Well paid, disgustingly paid. Mm. Um, not a big crowd. No. Good. Yeah. Love it. I wonder what the TV audience was. I don't know. I hope my figures don't count because I was not watching. I guarantee you if it sold out that that would have been the headline that the AFL were pushing on all their media. Well, but it's- I, I actually looked today. I couldn't find a, an attendance figure anywhere. So. Uh, I believe it was 23,000. Yeah. Saw something about that, yeah. yeah. They mentioned they definitely mentioned it on the broadcast and mm-hmm. I remember it was like 23-something. Yeah. It did not look... Uh, like a good atmosphere. No. I had a friend that was at the game who had just got tickets and went and left before the finals <laughs> because she was just like, this is boring. Mm. It wasn't free entry, I'm assuming. No. Unless you went to school with uh, Gil's daughter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So a bit of a controversy came out. Jim, would you want to explain that quickly? Oh, just uh, people who have children that go to school with Gil's kids were being given free tickets at school because they couldn't sell enough. Right? Yeah, that's not a great look, Gil. <laughs> it's a very Gil move, though. Yeah, he loves not great looks. Fucking two big suits and handing out tickets. God. F- 
fuckwit. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just couldn't get behind it. I, um, I was busy on Friday night, mm. but I, I like, I mean, I, I had my phone. I could have checked on my phone. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. Really I care. was watching the finals. I turned it off before the grand final, but I can't even tell you what teams were in it. I know that Team Deadly finished fourth. Yeah. Also, I'm a bit annoyed at the AFL for because you know the the season's been back for about four weeks now, and we've had Friday night footy. Yeah, and then they took it away from me. They did. And Don't it- bring it back and then take it away. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fucked. And also, just quickly, one last thing I want to point out. And if anyone who is listening to this watched AFLX, probably not. Not because of our audience, but just because you all know better. <laughs> it felt really rigged. The last <laughs> game of the last game before the grand final was decided by a kick. Yep. And those two teams were playing off for the grand final. That's convenient. Yeah. And also there was a lot of like, a good example is like the EJ Witten matches. Like a lot of like the players just clearly turning it on when they had to, but like not really. Like mm. as in everyone was just like, all right, you kick a goal, then we'll kick a goal, then you kick a goal. Um, and the winning goal was also kicked by a fucking Gatorade game changer. Oh, so that was double points. was Yeah. It? They were 10 points down and then he took a mark. So, the siren went and then he kicked a goal. So it was 12 points. Did they have a countdown clock on the screen? Or was it like the EJ Witten game one year where it was like scores were level and the timer just disappeared? Time had stopped, but they didn't want the game to end in a draw. So they just like let it go out. And then Jonathan Brown took a mark and they went, oh, blow the siren. And there's a <laughs> shot after the siren. And it's a miracle win. And oh, uh, great no, game. The timer was on the screen. The goal was, sorry, the goal wasn't after the siren, but it was like, yeah. I think the big issue is how Americanized they want to make the game. And yes. just like not only the clothes thing, but like the if you saw the commentator names came up, all of them had a stupid nickname on there. And even the commentators. Yeah. Even like all the graphics were very Americanized. It was very like forced. And I I guess my thing is I understand that this is something they want to be able to export the game easier. And it makes sense that they want to do something like this. That all makes sense. And I think a lot of AFLW fans feel that way. Like, yes, you got to try new things. Yeah. But I think a lot of the AFLW fans take issue with where it's placed in the season and the amount of time and money and effort is put into this versus the AFLW. And a lot of journalists and AFL employees don't seem to see the difference between people being negative because they're just being negative and people being negative for this specific reason. Yeah. And there are a few AFL employees that, tweeted out things like, oh, the boys are just having a bit of fun, leave them alone kind of thing. They're getting like $50,000 paychecks. Who have said absolutely nothing about AFLW and how they're being treated. And I think that's where a lot of the aggression comes from, from people. Not because it hasn't worked yet, because you have to experiment with things. It's because of the way they're prioritizing it over the elite women's competition. Yep. Gil doesn't listen. No. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck. So clear by now. It's just on the on the even on like the clothing thing. Uh, we mentioned this <laughs> off mic before, but like just the fact that they're releasing videos of these guys going on shopping sprees and spending probably more money on suits than some of the women players are getting paid to actually play a whole season. Yeah, does your head in, and it's such an American thing too. Like in the NBA, people respond to that, and it's pro- it might be like a cultural thing where it's like confidence is a big thing in America, and they love yeah. it. They love the showboating and the you know they're wearing the the fashionable clothes. But here in Australia, it's kind of like we look at it and go. Yeah, it's a wanker. And it's like throwing it back in the women's faces as well. That's the yeah. big thing. Like they're out there being extravagant, doing all this shit because they have all this extra money that they can throw around while the women are scrimping and saving to be able to take two months leave out of their jobs for the year so they can go and play this game that they're that getting they love, paid very yeah. little for. Like it's very – I find it really disrespectful and like yeah. that's where a lot of my issues come from. Yeah. We actually – so – just unrelated more on Sean's point than what you just said. Because, yeah, obviously with the AFL, just the AFLX happening at the same time as AFLW and then them cutting the AFLW season short, but then still putting it just, it all doesn't make sense. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. But just going back to what you're saying about the Americanization of the red carpet start to the game, basically, yeah. um, it was summed up where we got a tweet on the How Goods Footy account <laughs> that was just a video of Alex Rance rocking up on his skateboard. <laughs> and the, the tweet we got just said, Look at this fucking flog. Yeah. That's pretty much how everyone responded to everyone. Yeah. But it, Except it, it, for Luke Parker. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some of them were right. But, like, it works in America because it's- Some of the players pulled it off a lot better than It's what others. the NBA is. Yeah. It's like, it's show business. Whereas here, it doesn't come off as confidence. It's just kind of arrogance and just wankery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also because it was a thing that people didn't really want. 
This year especially, it feels like that the AFLW has like finally taken off properly, if that makes sense. Like people Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like the public seem to care about it a lot more. And the the standard of game Yeah, the standard of game has proved. Um yeah. But yeah, like it's more in like the public consciousness now. So people even if they're not thinking about the fact that like a direct comparison, like the people that aren't necessarily reading into stuff, I just like who cares about the AFLX? Like, as in, there's an actual season happening. Why is this now? It's dumb. Yeah, it's like if you want to shove this gimmick down our throat, do it in the week after the season ends. Yeah, in that bye week when you or- when you want to have stuff on. Don't do it in the middle of a competition that you should be giving as much like air. Yeah, to, to you know, room to breathe and grow as possible. It does or my head in? If you at least put the women's season a little bit later and don't care about them having games at the same weekend as men's, then you can do it in the preseason, no problem. Just yeah. move the women's season later and give them a bit more time. Like, yeah. it's the fact that it's one fortnight that they don't get, that they should have, that's just like everything's just being thrown in their face. Anyway, I'm very mad about but it. But even like if you think last year, so was the AFLW grand final on the f- round one? Yeah. So there's the, the AFL like, all right, there's overlap there, but oh, God forbid we have- AFLX on the same night as an AFLW game. Like, they, they, they kick it out of the Friday time slot. I just actually can't... Uh, I hate that. I want Friday night footy for the season that is important <laughs> right now, not for your gimmicky shit that you're trying to sell overseas. It's just stupid. Yeah. If you want to do AFLX, oh, don't. And we've seen more from uh, male players about being able to wear casual clothes to games than we have about... Them actually like supporting the women's teams since then as well, which has been even more disappointing. Apparently, that's a bigger issue. Them not having to wear a polo shirt than the fact that that's the women pretty rough, are- Gemma. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had to wear like work clothes to work, but fuck. <laughs> Poor Sean sitting over there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gil, it all comes back to Gil. There are this like I was just thinking today. There's a lot of like local footy clubs in regional areas that are dying or at threat of going under. Yeah, if Gil cares about the game, which is called AFL because it's the Australian Football League, not the VFL. Why don't you take your AFLX format, if you want to do it, and do it out in regional areas yeah. where you can actually help those local communities, hand it over to them so they can make money from food and drink and, you know, and all that stuff. The AFL just it seems like they just care about making money when you could be actually helping the areas spread it throughout the country. There's so many teams that are like actually begging for help because they're just going to be dead soon. But the, the thing is- care. We, the growth of the women's game has actually kept those clubs alive because Definitely. there are more people going to them and paying for match fees and stuff because there are women's teams and there are girls playing footy. The women are keeping those clubs alive right now and yeah. the AFL's still not even that's, giving them the smallest thing. That's such a good point because participation, like the numbers are skyrocketing yeah. in those areas. It's almost like and it's because of like opening frankly, it up to another 50% of the population was a good move. Like honestly, it, all right. Right now, how many kids are going to their parents and saying, can I go, can I play footy? Can I do that on the weekends based on watching AFLX as opposed to AFLW? Like, what's the point of AFLX? There, there wouldn't be a kid in the country who watched that and said, can I go play that on the weekend? <laughs> no one gives a shit. Hey, Dad, I just saw some footy on the TV, but they were playing on a rectangle field. Yeah. I'd love to play rectangle football. <laughs> well, it's even like a matter of like, even if a kid did love it and have a great time watching it, can I go play that? And go, no, you actually can't because we don't have a league for that. <laughs> What sorry, the- it was a one-off gimme. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't even know the fucking rules, kid. Sorry. There's fucking lines. There's a goal that means 10 points, but I don't know. Shit. Well, sorry, kid. Drink Gatorade, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck AFLX. Anyway. Look, let's talk about AFLW. The, act- the season that actually matters. The games that mattered. Kicked off on a Saturday because of fucking AFLX. I'm in two minds about that, because if they put AFLX at the same time as an AFLW thing, I think I would have had a fucking brain hemorrhage. But I also don't like that they moved it. They should have just fucking had it on a Thursday or something. Yeah, but do you think that they didn't want it the same night because a lot of people would choose the AFLW over it? I wonder. I would be curious to see what the numbers would have been. I would have watched AFLW over it, but I also don't know. A lot of old men would have probably uh, tuned into AFLX just to spite it. Anyway. And pretended that they enjoyed yeah. it. Can My... we talk about the women, please? Yes. Although, quickly, just on a, an old grumpy old man thing, mm. my stepdad, who has famously had very not good hot takes, loves AFLW this season, wa- has watched every single game. Good on him. Is that because North's in there? No, he, he barracks for Essendon. Oh, okay. He's just like, just, was just like, oh, the, they're, like, they're fucking great. Yes. I was like, yes, good. 
Tal, presumably your shithead mate's the same thing. <laughs> my nonna said that. She doesn't watch the men's footy, but she loves turning on the women's. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, my stepdad's like, he's into footy, but I'd never really seen him pay that much attention to AFLW. But this year, he like went over him. I was like, oh, have you been watching much of the thing? He's like, I'm watching every game. And I was like, <laughs> it's on right now. Like, why are we watching the 2020? And he was like, really? Oh, I thought it was. And yeah, he'd got last week, like this week confused with last week. because it was a Friday night. Yeah. So he was like, I didn't think there was a game on. And then watched that and he was like, Fuck, they're quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was surprising because, like I said, has had some hot takes that I've been like, what? Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> All right. First game that mattered over the weekend. <clears throat> Saturday, GMHBA Stadium. First game of the AFLW round four. Geelong Cats defeated Carlton Blues. Ugh, Carlton, you they choked. S- <laughs> they sold you a... False hope last week, Sean. I Who'd you tip? Them? Yeah. Yeah, I tipped them. They should have won. They should have. Um, how would... good's Taylor Harris? <laughs> admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, very good player. Yeah. Very talented. Had an off game. Oh, oh sorry. An off no, game. This was not oh. an off game. She doesn't kick well anyway, but this was spectacularly bad. You know, sometimes when like you miss a kick and it's like, oh, I probably cost my team the game. You definitely cost <laughs> your team the game. You missed four goals. <laughs> Two of them were... Absolute sitters. Three into the post. Three into as the post. Well. The third one into the post. Well, not the third one, but oh, it might have been the third. There was in a order. weird it was amount. A trickier shot. There was a crazy amount of behinds that hit the post in this game. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking Geelong. <laughs> Swirling wind down there. <laughs> Sorry, when you're running into an open goal and you hit oh. the post, it's not the wind. Uh, if people haven't seen it, go on the uh, on the AFLW app and check out that because that's a really bad one. That is, in fact, you know what that was. She was in the town of Geelong, and she got sucked into Geelong arrogance somehow, even though she played for Carlton, and she tried to kick the shit out of the footy and slammed it into the post. Just dribble it through. Yeah. Like Ebony Other players Antonio did that did. during the round. Yeah. God. Also, think about the ground stuff. Well, Someone's also- got to go chase that ball. <laughs> I hate when I see that. I like the little dribble. So they can just casually pick it up and get on with the game. I've only ever seen it, like... It, it, it's funny that you don't like that. It makes me happy. Um, I've it was an Essendon. I can't remember the Essendon player that did it, but there was an Essendon Collingwood game a couple of years ago where Essendon were absolute dog shit, and uh, Collingwood were like a top eight team, and they were just pumping us by like fifty points. But then we got an easy goal where we just like ran into the goal, like ran into an open goal, and the Essendon player just booted it like direct, like a bullet pass into the Collingwood cheer squad. <laughs> I that, remember that. That I like. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm okay with. Because imagine he's probably even getting shit from them all game. Yeah. Drill it into him. I thought you were going to say into the goal on part. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. Well, Stevie Lee Thompson did that this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he just like banged it straight into the cheer squad. Oh, I love it. They they didn't like it. Yeah, they wouldn't. There was a big boo. Cop it, Joffa. He also celebrated real. I love I love that as well. Like, if your team's down by, like, 50 points, having a huge celebration for a goal that means yeah. fuck all. That <laughs> rules. Um, so, yeah, Geelong, Carlton, close game. Uh, Shouldn't have been. Yeah. Uh, they had the same amount of scoring shots, I think. Yeah. Geelong were better in the first half, and then Carlton should have smashed him in the second half. 2-7 plays 1-8. Both teams could have kicked a lot more goals, I guess. But Carlton, I think definitely. Yeah, Carlton looked De- much Taylor better Harris. in the second half. Hmm. Katie Loins kicked their only goal, which um, is Carlton, like when they play well, they look they look capable amazing of, of making finals. Yeah. As I predicted prior to round one. <laughs> and then and then took back immediately after the first game. But you know, their best is 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 okay. It's not conference A level. I think their best is better than the dogs. Yeah, the dogs, yep. I think last week we were drawing a line through the dogs. And yeah. I think you def- well, you definitely can now just because of the conference that they're in. They're not going to come back. Yeah. Well, not even so from where the conference they're in because of what happened in the next game, which we will get to in just a second. Yeah. But I tipped along, but I was going to tip Carlton. The only thing it sold me is Tom looking at me in the studio when I said it and he'd been like, think of the crowd, mate. Well, it's it's funny because I- Think of the home ground well, advantage. Well, there were 7,000 people there as well, which is good. Yeah. I that's, nearly I nearly fuck like half the people that were at AFL X. <laughs> I nearly tipped um Geelong because Taylor Harris was not going to play because of the the suspension. <laughs> but then when I heard she was back in, I was like, well obviously I'm going to tip Carlton now cuz she's a match winner and she killed me. Straight up killed me. Made, yeah, she just, also celebrated the point into the post by belting someone. She was that took a, them down. Yeah. 
She was not happy. Yeah. Well, would you be? I, I feel like it was an act of aggression against AFLX because she, she, <laughs> she crossed her arms and then killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. So, uh, VU Witten Oval, Sean. Yes. There was a fucking massacre. I tipped Brisbane. Same. Good. Well that was done. my only tip right oh. last week. <laughs> yeah, I only got two. Uh, I got bad week. three, and this was one that I got wrong. Um, wow, that's disappointing. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I think I was just bought into the home ground advantage. No, it doesn't exist. Uh, it, it, look, it definitely does. You know, no, it doesn't exist. See, I would say that not many teams that exist for. I thought that Western Bulldogs and Geelong were probably the only two that get it. Geelong definitely, because Geelong, the whole city just seems to get behind them. Geelong in the future, but the team's not really strong enough yet to, to sort of pull that off. But yeah, I do think the ground will help eventually. Yeah. Not necessarily, just like the home crowd advantage, really. But uh, yeah, I was fucking wrong, and I'll never be tipping Western Bulldogs again. They can go to hell. Well, it didn't help when Ellie Blackburn <laughs> got her jaw smashed in and had that to was be quite late though, up. wasn't it? Yeah, but she's kind of their only good player yeah. nowadays. Oh, you mean Actually, in terms of looking ahead? Well, she got belted quite a few times last week as well. So yeah. I think, and she was limping. She had a sore ankle for most of the game. So you know, who I'm finding very underwhelming so far this season. Is um, Katie Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> I have but, feelings about her. Yeah, no, go. Air them. I'm I, not a fan. No, I'm not a fan. Maybe it's because the Bulldogs beat us in the grand final last year, but fuck her. <laughs> she wasn't playing. Yeah, I know. Deservedly not playing. <laughs> yeah, good. I completely agree. I wasn't happy dangerous with that. Ta- yeah, she was rubbed out for dangerous tackle, right? Yeah. 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 Twice that season. Yeah. Yeah. That's my issue with her is that Cop I think she, she, And like- Good on her for all the good she's done for the women's game. I think she's been a great advocate, all that sort of stuff. Totally good on her. But I think she, in a way, thinks she's above everyone else in a way. Yeah, I didn't like the way she handled that. And no. basically, I think when you've already had a prior during the year, it's just like, just I know it's a grand final, but you just got to, I think, cop it. But when you're, when you're one of the more experienced players, she's been playing footy for longer than a lot of the other players yeah. had. She knows that that's not the right thing to do. She still did it twice in the season. Yep. She knew what the parameters were heading into the season. And then for her to bring it up as a sexist issue, like that bothered me a lot. And Daisy Pierce was quite eloquent about it on radio when it was happening as well. She felt the same way. Like, you know, those are the rules. Yeah. It doesn't matter that in the men's it's different because it's a completely different competition. The Everything is different. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you like. Don't do it. Learn your lesson. Yes. Yeah. So cop the defeat on the weekend. But I mean, Katie. Rochelle Cranston got rubbed out for two weeks for a very similar tackle. Yeah. Katie Ashmore got off. So you never know what's going to happen, to be honest. <laughs> nah. The umpiring the AFLW is, is ridiculous. Interesting. <laughs> uh, which is probably the nicest thing I can say about it. Yeah. So uh, probably a bit more consistency there would be good. Anyway, we'll get to that a bit later. Because, uh, Sean, how do you feel about Brisbane's performance? Loved it. It's the Brisbane that I know is there. Um, the Brisbane you've always believed in. That's true. Weirdly, though, and I don't want to talk them down, but Gemma, I'm curious to hear your take on this. Still don't think that what we saw on the weekend, which is the best they've played this season. Yeah. Still not going to cut it. I think. They were very exciting. I think they, they can get a roll on from here. Well. They can. I, th- I think I would lock them in for that finals berth. Oh, 100% because conference B yeah, is like it's a horse shit, shit. It's a shit but- show, yeah. I think Brisbane fans are probably the only people right now that are happy about the conferences because now you could no because you can get strip <laughs> party season fans. out of the way, you can get a run on, yeah. And if you can be anything like you were last year, yeah, you can actually threaten finals, which again is would be good for the competition because at least our finals won't be an absolute bust. Yes, but. Shit for teams like Melbourne, Fremantle, or Adelaide, whichever two of them has to miss out, because they've played consistently good football from the from round one and will still miss out. The thing about Brisbane, though, that I noticed, which I don't think I've seen happen very often at all, is that they kicked goals in every single quarter. Yeah, there was not one quarter where they didn't score. Yeah. I think they kicked one goal, then two, then one goal, then three. Yeah. So the fact that they were attacking the whole time, yeah, is like a really good testament to the way they played their footy. And if they can keep doing that, even when they come up against tougher teams in finals, they can still at least put a shot up. Whereas if you're just always defending, always defending, you're never going to even have a chance against a finals team because finals teams are relatively high scoring. 
You know, the, the knock I had on it, though, is that Brisbane dominated most of that game and still didn't crack 50 points. Like, they scored 49 points, but there are teams that are capable of kicking 60, 70 points. I think that comes with Brisbane's accuracy. You think so? I think it was more accuracy than it was them not attacking enough. I just, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not sold on the firepower because yeah. I love Sabrina, but it's just, uh, the way teams are playing her is great at the moment because they, they're having that ability to play three people on her. But you've got to remember contests. as well that Lauren Bella didn't play. Yeah. She was rested, so Sabrina did have to ruck a lot more of the game than what she normally would as well, yeah. so she couldn't sit forward. Yeah. So that could have been a factor there too. I would, I'd like to see Sabrina playing like, Almost exclusively, sort of in the goal square on the twenty, sort of twenty meters out. But I think Harriet Cordner showed the competition how to shut her down, and now everyone's yeah. just going to follow that lead. No, but I think what what they actually need to get from her, because there's too many times when she's like this magnet, and they're kicking it to her. Once the ball hits the ground, she gets absolutely smoked by speed from other yeah. players. She doesn't quite. She's kind of like, douche. I was talking to my brother about it today, and I yeah. said, Do you know, in the Batman movies, when <laughs> he wants to turn his head. And he has to turn his entire body to do so. Yes. Sabrina's got a bit of that. Like, she's a very athletic player. Yeah. But some of the players she's playing around are just burning her for speed because she just doesn't have that turning speed. Yeah. So, Brisbane need to say to her, right, they're going to triple team you every week. It's going to be fucking hard for you to take these marks. Bring it to ground. And they just need to get better, I think, at having McCarthy and Worcester and those types around her. Yeah. Well, uh, because at, at the moment, there's- they're not at her feet enough in the contest that I've seen. Yeah, and I think that's particularly McCarthy needs to be there. She that's d- her role. I love her. Yes. Needs to lift a bit. Fuck, you've no, no. a weird game to go after. No, no. Sean, but even that excellent. Last quarter, <laughs> she kicked two goals in the last quarter. Sean, I saw, I saw like, I think I saw the second and third quarter or the first and second quarter. Yeah. And oh, was, she has moments too. I worry. was I was watching and all of a sudden, I think it was in the second quarter, just a bit of a play, uh, loose ball. And then all of a sudden, I just saw a fucking blonde blur. Yeah. <laughs> She's a fucking jet. Yeah. yeah. Great what? tackler. Once she gets going, no one's going to catch her. Except for Alicia Newman. <laughs> yeah, she- <laughs> Also a jet. <laughs> Fuck. She'd be in, like, probably the top five quickest players. Kate McCarthy, I reckon yeah. she's got to be the fastest. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. When she get, oh, With a pacemaker, no yeah. worries. Um, but she's amazing, I love it. But yeah, I, 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 just in terms of game sense, I do want to see her getting to the foot of those contests. But more. I think she's been playing further on the wing. She I think has. Nat Exxon needs to be that player because she's lining up in the forward pocket. That's her yeah. role going yeah. onto the field. I think they're all like they're all playing a bit higher up though. But you they- see, they're getting their balls sort of. Between wing and half forward, and then gunning it and yeah. sprinting in, which is great. But I, I do want to see someone at her feet when Sabrina's going up for these I think marks. Number one for that should be Exxon, though. Yeah, and Exxon's got a bit of speed, so that should be what she's doing. Wishner yeah. should be the other tall marking target. Yeah, the the player that's been really impressive this year for Brisbane has been Shannon Campbell in defence, though. She's been great. Like she's- Lutkins last year was the player in your defensive line, but this year Campbell's Shannon Campbell, yeah, she's yeah. been amazing. Because there was, I wondered if there's going to be too much reliance on Lutkins and Virgo, but Campbell's been awesome. Oh, just and Ali Anderson, and Ali Anderson again. Would you have her in the um, All Australian? Ali Anderson, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely have Anderson. I've got a few that I think are locks. Yeah, I think Meg McDonald from um, Geelong is a lock down yeah. back. She's been outstanding, and then Emma King, obviously. Yeah, and I think Lauren Pierce. Goals, off free kicks, but whatever. Um, I think Lauren Pierce. Has got to be a lock as well, but I yeah. think Emma King would be a forward, and Lauren Pierce would be the rock in that context. I'm trying to think, just in terms of um, Brisbane, yeah, you'd probably also I'd put Wushner in that All Australian team as well at the moment. I she hasn't had the season like she did last year though. No reckon. I think it tightens up a little bit this year as well. Not only with more teams and more players, but the younger players have been showing a lot more. Yeah. Okay. So I think. Maybe we won't see as many Brisbane players. I, I think, yeah, there are players like Karen Paxman who are just going to be in it, like without a doubt. Yeah. Um, those older players, but mm-hmm. I do think a lot of the younger players are going to start to take those spots. Speaking of younger players, I know how much you appreciate tackling. I fucking love tackling. I think it was her first game, Yorston. Oh, she was amazing. She la- laid nine tackles. She Dusha, kicked a goal. Nine tackles on in debut. Your first game. Yeah, that's huge. She was amazing. Yeah. She's an eighteen-year-old. She's so dangerous up forward 
And yep. then she just puts on that pressure. That's exactly what Brisbane needed. Yeah, I loved it. And she was able to execute that form. That's why they could score because they got repeat chances inside their 50 because she was putting on all that pressure. She was amazing. And then the other debutante was Keith, who was great as well. She was rocking a lot of the game. Yeah. She took her about a quarter to get going. Mm-hmm. And then she was great after that. I'm excited about Brisbane. And based purely on the conference they're in, I think they will definitely play finals. Oh, they're a lot And then if they, can, if they can get the continuity and switch it on, they're a chance, but just at the moment, they're not in the same. Uh, they're not the same level as North or Adelaide or Melbourne or uh, Freo. Oh, no, I think I don't know. I lost a bit of faith in Freo. Yeah, that's again. a good transition actually, because there was another massacre. Yeah, and that was Adelaide defeating Freo. I bought into the Freo hype, the Purple Haze. I was very excited, tipped them. So did I. Freo have been amazing, so there was no reason not to tip them. Mm. But again, Adelaide have also been very good. I haven't been as impressed by Adelaide. I think the thing that Adelaide did very well was shut down Donellan. She only had three touches for the game. And once Mm. you shut her down, it's much harder to get the others going. Hooker, I don't think, had too many touches until the second half. Yeah, I don't think I said the final scores, but it was 65 played 23. It was a close game at halftime, but then, well, yeah, Adelaide really killed them in the last quarter. Yeah, Yeah. and I think Freo had half the inside 50s that Adelaide did, Mm -hmm. which once you don't get as as many inside 50s, that rotating forward line becomes far less effective because they're not getting the ball. (laughs) They're not getting the ball. You can't kick many goals if you don't have the ball. Yeah. Yeah. That is, look, at Haggard's footy, we have said a lot of dumb (laughs) things before, but that is something we can stand by. Did we mention Phillips before as a lock for all Australia? Oh, no, but definitely. She's She's back to her best. But see, that's the thing with Adelaide. They rely so much on about five players. Yes. You just wait one or two injuries. I mean, Cramey only played half the game. Her being out for the season, Chelsea Randall didn't like look like she was a bit sore as well. If you take out Phillips or Marinoff or Hatchard now, that breaks down a lot of Adelaide's team and it's so close to them being half the team that they are. Yeah. Whereas, I don't know, as a supporter, I'd much prefer to have a team that lost by four points but have an even contribution across the field versus five players do all your work. Do you reckon it's just a blip for Freo or are they- Yeah, I think it's just a blip. Like, I think every team is going to have a down week. Yeah. And that was theirs. Well, they've got next week to steady because they're playing Western Bulldogs in free. They're going to smash them. Yeah, they should. Especially because they're going to be hurting after this week. Just yeah. just quickly, just to backtrack to the doggies, the scoring is a worry for them. Yeah, they have not kicked many high scores. Because no. they're relying on Brennan to be up the field to be that yeah. linking player. But Izzy Huntington is meant to be back next week. Yeah, that'd, that'd be huge. So Their highest helps. score so far was round two against Geelong where they kicked 34 points. Wow, that's low. It's a real worry. But that's like Collingwood numbers. Yeah, well, their percentage is similar to Collingwood at the moment. Mm. So. All right, so yeah, Adelaide did a murder. And Freo will probably bounce back next week. I had them as almost like a in my head. I was playing off like a North Melbourne Freo Grand yeah. Final. Yeah, I thought so too. Probably but now I'm not so sure. Game. Now Adelaide is. I mean, Adelaide were always up there, but now I'm like seeing them as more of a threat. If I could pick who would be the top two in that conference, yeah, I wish it were North and Melbourne. Yeah, same. Just based purely <laughs> on all the games that we've watched so far. Oh, uh, that hurt. That was- <laughs> no, but so I mean, sad. you've lost. You've lost two games, and it's been like. <laughs> Like both combined both total by of four like, points. Yeah. Both where Melbourne should have won. Well, yeah. Spoilers for later in the episode. If you do miss the finals and it's will, because of these, um, like those two narrow defeats, that is a killer. Against the two of the best teams in the comp. Like yeah. that's the thing. That's the whole like Nicole Livingston coming out and saying, oh, but conference B teams will start playing other conference B teams. It'll even out. It's like, yes, because they're beating bad teams. It doesn't make them good. That doesn't even out. The we co- like, like that- Melbourne have to play really difficult teams to win games, yeah. not the easy teams. Like That oh. evens out the ladder, but does not even out. No, sorry. That evens out individual games, but doesn't even out the ladder. It's meant to even out the ladder because Brisbane playing Collingwood, they should smash them. So they'll mm. get percentage. They'll do all that. Actually, I yeah. guess it. No, it does. I can see where it would be, it, Livingston comes from because Brisbane out, will smash it and end up being. Actually, not, they won't be the sixth ranked team anymore. They'll be like. Sorry. Fifth or what fourth. I was trying to. I think what I meant more was. Well, I fucked it up. But what I was trying to say was <laughs> it evens out the games in the season but fucks the finals. Yes, yes. because yes. Brisbane will cruise into finals yeah. and then they'll be smashed. Yeah. Hopefully well, not, well, but we'll see. you Look, know what I mean? Like North Melbourne will be waiting. <laughs> for free kicks. Undefeated. From free kicks or no free kicks, still undefeated is impressive. Mm. Uh, so the next game on Sunday, 
Collingwood lost to GWS, and if I was a Collingwood supporter right now, I'd probably stop watching for the next couple of weeks. But, uh, but, but what? I think that Collingwood, other than the first quarter, were even with GWS. Yeah. It but took is- them a quarter to work out how to defend without Brazzle there. Then once they worked that out, they were even with them. I just don't know if being even with GWS for three quarters is something to be proud of. <laughs> GWS were amazing in that first quarter. Collingwood just didn't adapt to the game until the second quarter. Yeah. So, yeah. in other words, both teams are bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we shouldn't write Collingwood off more than GWS because of this game. Yeah. Who's coaching Collingwood? Wayne Seekman still. The, the f- one that apparently everyone hates and that's the reason they Has all left. Has he been left. there the entire time? Yeah. His daughter is the mini still- mo. It's interesting he still has a job there. Well, after Damien, Damien Keeping got sacked at Carlton. Mm. It's interesting. I can't imagine he'll have that job next year. Well, there's so many excuses for them. This this time it's the expansion. Yeah. You saw that ex-Collingwood players have kicked a higher score than Collingwood as a team. Yeah. 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 But, like, for instance, someone like Moana Hope. Was she that wanted at Collingwood by the end? Not really. No, but I think Jasmine Garner, Jess Duffin, and Emma King were, yeah. who have all been outstanding. And all had great games in the next game. And yeah. Mo Hope kicked two goals. She was good. Back She's been best. much better at at North. Yeah. She play- seems very happy to but be But this there. is the thing. She's playing a role, and I know I'm skipping ahead, but she's playing a role there to be honest, that Luke- is not necessarily a goal-kicking role. It's a make space for other players role. Yeah. But people continue to bash her based on yeah. her not kicking high goals, like high numbers of goals every week. Yeah. That's a bit frustrating. We'll just skip ahead anyway. Are you going to do my favourite thing where it's like, fuck Collingwood? <laughs> yeah, look, fuck Collingwood. Yeah. There's nothing real else to say about this game. Both teams not performing where they should be. Collingwood... Look, no good. Tate yep. Mackerel kicked her first goal. That was good. Hey, that rules. The only thing to say is probably, I mean, it's a good, it's a season starter for the Giants and like they could very potentially still make finals. Which is a joke. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> not a very funny one though. Yeah. Not for a Melbourne supporter, it's not. <laughs> no. no. Speaking of being a Melbourne supporter and not having a good time, last game of the round, North Melbourne looked like that maybe their freight train was pulling up to a station, but no, it Should've. just kept going. It just kept going. Should've. Undefeated. Uh, four in a row. Uh, they defeated Melbourne by four points. Gemma, you're I mean, a Melbourne supporter. <laughs> accuracy in front of goal hurt Melbourne. That that those three behinds in the second quarter were what changed the game. Really, when you think about it. Especially because yeah, you had all the momentum. Melbourne won the stat sheet. Melbourne looked better. Melbourne didn't get easy free kicks in the goal square. Oh, not Ooh. even controversial. Just fact. Yeah, <laughs> another fact. Didn't score as high as North Melbourne did. <laughs> um, Although with Melbourne, and I, I mustn't have seen much of Melbourne's games because this is not a player that should have taken me by surprise. But Alicia Newman is fucking she's amazing. great. She's amazing. Kate Hall played a really good game. Karen Paxman probably had her best game of the season. She's incredible. She's a gun. She's a freak. Like, I don't know how she does that shit. Alicia Day was a little bit quiet, but she still had some really good moments. Yeah. Lily Mithen lifted in the second half, which is what she did last week. She yeah. seems to kind of come to life in the second half. And then there are other players like Tegan Cunningham who still punched someone again. But uh, <laughs> look, they, look, but AFL, was, took seven marks. AFL, AFLW. There's just going to be players out there. That just Shane Mumford. Love punching got, people. Got a one-game suspension today. <laughs> um, for that. Mumford. Yeah, punched George Hewitt in the head. Anyway, we can talk about that later. <laughs> He's ha- he's been suspended for three games before even playing a game. Tegan Cunningham took seven marks, but just couldn't convert. She kicked one one. You yeah. know, all those little things. If one of those had changed, Melbourne would have won. And like, yeah, that Emma King free kick bothered me probably the most of anything in the whole mm-hmm. game. Like, Cordner didn't push her, and it was in the goal square, and it was Emma King who doesn't ever miss, yeah. and that was the difference in the game. I think that's why I was a bit frustrated because they don't get paid the other way. But it's not unpro. Like, if Melbourne had kicked straight, they would have won that game. Yeah. But moral story, I love Melbourne. I'm devastated for them because because of the conference system, it probably means they can't make finals, even if they do win the this next could be three. The three. Three years in a row as well. I know, because they're so much better than what the competition is set up for them to show in a way. And yes, they're probably, it's, they've got themselves to blame, but they've come so close and they've I been so good. I think the only way you're going to make finals now is if North Melbourne drop out. No, no. I, no, but if no, Melbourne you- win the next three, it means they've, they beat Adelaide, which could help them. 
Yeah, Melbourne can't drop another game and Adelaide have to drop. Well, I mean, Adelaide could only drop one. It just depends on the percentage. Yeah, because I guess... They've got you by about 30% and a game at the moment. But in round seven, Frio play North and Adelaide play Melbourne. So that's a, that's a crazy round. Yeah. That, Melbourne's still a big chance. What's they your just, run home like? We have Adelaide in round seven. We've got GWS next week. Yep. And in between, we have... Uh, Western Bulldogs. There you go. So we Melbourne's should, a big chance. We At Marvel Stadium. I can't wait Ooh. for that doubleheader. It's going to be the best day. Collingwood and North Melbourne and then Western Bulldogs and Melbourne. Oh, what day is that? It's it is Saturday. Saturday the 9th of March. It's going to be the best. Oh, get around that. I can't wait. But Melbourne, if they can pump the next two teams to get that percentage mm. and then beat Adelaide, they could make it. I am going to back Melbourne in to finish second. I bloody hope conference. so. I, yeah. I couldn't believe how sad I was after the game. Like I was <laughs> devastated. Like Consistently, I think Melbourne have been a better team than Adelaide. Yeah. Th- that Across puts, the three seasons as well. That puts yeah. me in like a knowing how sad you were after that. Well, loss. I was so I upset. was. I remember watching the end of it and being like, "Whew, close call." And you then could go drop that game, mate. <laughs> you would have been fine. Unfortunately, the footy gods were just not on Melbourne's side. But yeah, like I said, I like I was like, "Whew, close call." And then I think I just like went and made dinner. Didn't even really think about it that much. <laughs> I was like, like I was happy that we won, yeah. but I wasn't like I was sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a horrible, horror. I feel like a monster retroactively now. You are a monster. Yeah, probably. Yep. You yep. go for Essendon and North Melbourne. Is there a worse combination? Probably Adelaide, Richmond Port Adelaide would Melbourne. be pretty bad. Nah, Richmond and North Melbourne would be worse. Richmond and North Melbourne. Or Hawthorne and North Melbourne. God. It's great. Just going for Brisbane and Brisbane. <laughs> Melbourne right. and Sydney ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> How's the tipping going, Dusha? All right. So quick tipping update after... Kind of a messy round for tips, to be honest. Uh, not many people in our league scored very highly. Yeah, because none of the results went the right way. Yeah, so Gemma, you're not in this competition, but how many tips did you get right this week? I got one. One. <laughs> After getting a perfect round the week before. <clears throat> and Sean, how many tips did you get right this week? I got two. Two, huge. Yeah. Yep. I got three, <sighs> which launched me 10 positions up our ladder. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the top 10 is Josh F uh, with 15. Amazing Bagman is second, also 15. Queen T, Chris Turner, Captain Hat. Uh, so the top five are all on 15. I'm sixth with 14, followed by Jake Simpson, Yabby O, Sean V, and Not me. Shiny New Toys. That rounds out our top 10. Uh, Tom, Tom Reed, oh, uh, if God. you're listening from China, mate, well done. You've jumped up the ladder. You are 14th. You're also a big flog. He nailed the margin, too. Yeah, I know. Just looking for where I am. Um, I'm scrolling pretty far, Sean. You have to I go can't. on to page two. I think I'm in 57th. <laughs> That's 57th of 83. Let's just do a quick check, though, and see if I'm still ahead of my uh, tipping nemesis, Colin Doyle. You are. He's 73rd. Fucking lift, Colin, mate. Just give me a contest. Jeez. All right. Well, maybe you should have a rivalry with like me. No. Gravity training. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
All right, so let's look at next week's games. Uh, again, no Friday night game, which, hey, Gil, if you're listening, fuck you. That sucks. Kind of like who are mad more at at the moment, Gil or Tom for just fucking off for two weeks. Again, Both. for the yeah. same person. I'm <laughs> mad at Tom for going at me on Twitter today. Oh, actually, but... what did he say on Twitter? Oh, he just had a go at me about Melbourne potentially missing finals and Geelong making it. So I told him that's why no one likes him. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Arrogance. Um, yeah, Geelong Ari- from live from ch- direct from China as well. Jack. He would have had to use a VPN. He risked going to jail <laughs> for that tweet. Oh, imagine if he went to jail. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Terrence. <laughs> it's all right. If Terrence loses Tom to Chinese prison, he can have two new sons. <laughs> all right, so... Round five of the AFLW season. First game, Brisbane take on Geelong. Huge. Brisbane home game. Brisbane are going to smash them. Going by your logic, Dusha, that home ground advantage is going to be essential. <laughs> it's paid off in every tip I've done. This could be a percentage booster. Yeah. yeah. I think it will be. Yeah. Especially think- between those top two positions on that conference B ladder <laughs> as well. Yeah. Oh, it's a clash of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane are 20 points, I reckon. Oh, I'm going to say 30. Yeah, 30, 35, 40. Right, I've just got a quick call. First 100 point thrashing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen one day. All right, uh, just quick, quick call from Tom. Oh, hey, boys. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, Geelong by 10. Go the cats, uh, sexy land or whatever. I love China. Fuck off, Tom. All right, Carlton take on Collingwood. That's... that. Um, we- Carlton should Carlton, be. absolutely. Watch Taylor Harris kick three goals. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Just six behinds. Oh, She'll God. get a goal. One goal. I think Darcy will show show them up this week. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. She hasn't had a big breakout game yet. I reckon this is her week. Yeah. Taylor will be a laid out. <laughs> I don't know. I've got kind of like a pretty strong theory about Taylor Harris. I think she'll definitely lift because those points, it's not like she didn't care. She sometimes has this air of not caring. But the fact that you hit the post from the goal square and then you in, your instant reaction is to turn around and crack the shits and fl- like flatten someone. Yeah. I think she'll definitely lift this week. She's got the anger in her now. Yeah. She'll attack the contest. You know what? She'll kick two goals and Carlton will win by two goals. Ooh, should be the difference. Or they could win by like five goals. They're going to smash them. Unless Ash Brazzle's back. Ash Brazzle will nullify Taylor Harris. Yeah. And then we've got the Sunday games. GWS take on Melbourne. Melbourne. By a lot. Melbourne's going to smash him up at Blacktown. Interesting. Home ground advantage would indicate <laughs> that Melbourne will win. <laughs> I think Melbourne by three goals. Yeah, this... Melbourne by 40 points. Oh, okay. They're going to be so mad after this week. Melbourne by 100. <laughs> Melbourne by 120. <laughs> <laughs> to win by 20 goals. Yeah. All right, and then at Avalon Airport, we have North Melbourne take on Adelaide in what might be their biggest challenge. Adelaide, just because I hate North Melbourne with every fibre of my being. North Melbourne, because I love North Melbourne with every fibre of my being. Great, can't wait to see Adelaide beat them. (laughs) Leaning towards Adelaide. Every club has to have their down week, as we said earlier, and this is North's. Mm, it's hard to have a down week when you're going to win every game, no. including the grand final. Maybe they'll win every game. They're just lucky they don't have to play Brisbane. Actually, Ex- no, grand final. Or uh, actually, no finals. Does- In regular season, no game with Brisbane. North. North by, that- North by 12 points. Adelaide think- by six points. Adelaide- Stevie Lee Thompson would be the difference. Uh, Adelaide by three points. Go, Adelaide. <laughs> Well, we're going to get a decision. Of, like, you're going to have to face me next week as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will be back next You'll be week. You'll be back next week because Tom's still in China. Although, you're welcome anytime. Fuck, we might just sub Tom out even when he is available. He brings <laughs> nothing to this podcast. See you, Tom. Tom, mate, cancel your return trip. <laughs> All right, and last game of next round is Frio take on Western Bulldogs. Frio. It's going to be a massacre. Frio by also 20 goals. <sighs> The first and the last game of this round are both going to be blowouts, I feel. Yeah. They're just going to bury them in goals. Yeah. It's going to be nasty. The Can't rest of the are going to wish they were in Conference B after this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's huge when you think about the dogs as well because it's, you know, premiership defense. It's in tatters. They yeah. couldn't have won it last year anyway. Yeah, it's true. Brisbane should have won. Yeah. Yeah. I or, agree. You know, there were any number of clubs that could have pinched it last well, year. Well, I mean, Melbourne should have made the grand final. Yeah. But... <sighs> Percentage. 
every <laughs> every freaking season. All right. So you got Tom, any emails, mate? Yeah, there we go. I was going to say Tom. got any emails? Oh, Tom, you're back. <laughs> yeah, so we got a couple this week. Uh, so start with a pretty interesting email we got in direct retaliation to last week's emails. Shit, what did we so, do? No, 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 nothing. It's a good one. Oh, okay, retaliation. Cool. Good retaliation. Whatever a positive <laughs> retaliation is. Reply? That's probably the word that would have suited the situation better. So this is from Joshua. Uh, Josh F. in the tipping. Oh. Uh, so Yes. Yeah, he's he's right. killing it. Hey, blokes. Last week you got an email about a player just starting his career at the Wimbledon Hawks after hearing your podcast. Writing in to tell you that I've also pledged my boots to the mighty Wimbledon Hawks after starting your pod and the AFL round one last year. Couldn't believe that there's another How Good's footer out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living in Italy right now, but I've already paid my membership and I'm counting down the days so I can get on the ground. Thanks to connecting footy fans all around the world. Josh F., and then he also has a PS for Tom, which is something that we spoke about last week. So we speculated what the F could possibly stand for. Tom came to the conclusion it stood for fucking on fire. Josh confirmed that. <laughs> PS, yes, the F stands for fucking on fire. Uh, that is amazing. So two people that listen to How Good's Footy both happen to follow the same team in Wimbledon, or play for the same team in Wimbledon, yep. after hearing our podcast. We... Are changing lives. We we are heroes. <laughs> our legacy was that the first ever positive PS Tom's received. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, usually it's thanks for reading this email out. PPS Tom, go jump in a fucking lake. <laughs> that one was good. That was agreeing with him. Yeah, got an email from Nathan. Hello, spiritual footy guides. First, I know that Tom has made it known that he wasn't going to be in the studio for the next couple of weeks, but how ridiculous is it? He's going to be gone for two weeks now that footy is back. Nathan, we're with you here. Look, I was inconsistent towards the end of last year. I went overseas for six weeks, but I was back for the grand final. That had consistency to it, though, because you had a plan. You were going on a tour. Yes. Tom's just like, I'm here. I'm I'm gone. (laughs) I'm gone again. Stay gone, mate. (laughs) Anyway, my serious question is related to something that you guys mentioned a while ago. I think you said that only players who play in a grand final get a medal. My question is, why doesn't the whole list get a reward? Especially if the player who was instrumental to the success of the club gets injured in the semifinal. Secondly, why is it that the official AFL YouTube channel does not have highlights for the matches of AFLW? Why has Gil, head up his ass, McLaughlin, spent so much money on the AFLX but cannot manage to put some highlights on YouTube? I know it's not directly his job, but come on! <laughs> anyway, finally joined the tips. I'm 35th as of writing this email. Tom Reed, watch out. So he's joined the tips, <laughs> and he's already ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> One round is all it took. Ah, damn. Would he have got all the away tips yes. leading up to joining? Yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes. It's sad that he is still on top of me. Yeah, by quite a lot. Yeah. 35th. That happened a bit last year as well. <laughs> Uh, I never, I never had that problem. In fact, I've never really had that problem. What a lift! But yes, the question of um, oh, yeah, so, so players in the squad not yeah. all getting a medal. That's <sighs> kind of a tough one because the, pretty. I would almost say that every grand final, someone misses it due to a suspension. Yeah, or, a, or an injury. Or, or an whatever. injury. Yeah. Well, no, because injury is a bit different. Because I was going to say a suspension, giving a player a grand final medal. If they've missed the game because they're suspended, well, how feels often weird. does that happen though? I can't remember the last time that happened. Andrew Gaff. Oh yeah, that did happen. Didn't it, it happened last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last grand final. I was like, it hasn't happened. I forgot he existed. I would. Kate Brennan. Fuck her. Well, um, she, she, no, she's going to go against the point that I'm about to make. But I was going to say that I don't think players in a squad would want the premiership medal because part of them would feel like, oh, I didn't play on the day. It doesn't it. feel the same. Brennan, on the it? other hand, would be like, no, nah, give me a fucking medal. It, it's hard because you can't draw a line only if you missed yeah. out by injury. Like, and also kick it in 93. Like, do you, do you want him to have a medal? Probably. Do you want Ben McGlynn to have a medal in 2012? Probably. Do you want Andrew Gaff to have a medal last year? Probably not. Yeah. Where do you draw a line is the thing. Yeah. Maybe the AFL need to just say, or it probably just needs to be a club thing. Like some clubs have started doing rings and all that sort of thing, but maybe it's like have they? Yeah, I mean, I know the Hawks did it. They have Premiership rings, Ugh, like of the course, NBA, Hawthorne yeah. did it, yeah. of course. But I, I just think maybe just stick with what it is, and if you play it on the day, you get the Premiership medal, yeah. and then the club yeah. can recognise you in their own way. Yeah. Hey, you're a squad. You contributed this year, and yeah, as for the AFLW not having highlights, <sighs> it's fucked. No, do you want to know why though? 
Why? Because apparently the AFL posting anything ever about the AFLW is shoving it down people's throats so they that, can't do it. Have they actually officially said that that's the reason? <laughs> no. No, but that's that would be why. Because if you oh. look at any post that the AFL themselves do about AFLW, it's oh. filled with people complaining that it's not the AFLW page. So let me get this right. This is an AFL YouTube channel mm-hmm. and they don't post highlights of AFLW. Mm-hmm. Did they post things about AFLX? Probably. Yeah. In fact, the app- It's a disgrace. The app that I used for the footy scores, they've fixed it now. It had a highlights button for every game, but there was no highlights. It just took you to AFLX highlights. Oh. <sighs> it's an unofficial app. Well, when they first transitioned to the AFLW website that they've got set up now, you could you previously you could find every single match replay. But for the first couple of weeks that they transitioned, you couldn't find any videos, and I was very annoyed because I mm. love going back and watching them. Couldn't find them. They're back now, but I think you it's easier to find them on the app than it is on the actual website. Yeah. The website sucks still. All right, the final email, and this one just got sent to us. This is very fresh. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. Uh, it's from Aaron Nichols. So, again, Aaron, you literally got this in as we were recording. Thanks to a fire alarm. Yeah. <laughs> we had to take a mid-break because uh, the kitchen in the studio briefly was on fire i can only issue hi footy professors and i'll guess sam this week oh, Jem, i'll try again next time aaron just a short question which current players in the afl do you think will become the next great coach in the league cheers aaron that's a tough one because luke the- hodge Actually, Luke Hodge is not a bad call. My theory is that Luke Hodge will coach Brisbane after Chris Fagan. Yeah. Well, that's why they got him up there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think that's what probably the plan will be. I wouldn't be surprised if Fagan coaches Brisbane for another like four years. Mm-hmm. And then Hodge takes over. Um, Jared McVeigh, that's why he stayed at Sydney as well, to go into a coaching role afterwards. Maybe yeah. Brendan Goddard's retirement can turn into a coaching role. No. He's very inspirational. Could you imagine? <laughs> Just be throwing shit. <laughs> I'd kick more goals if there was just a man just wrecking <laughs> tables behind Throwing me. Throwing pretzels at me. <laughs> and um, current players, is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I guess we could, like, it could be, like, 10, 15 years from now. It doesn't yeah. necessarily need to be a player that's re- almost ready to retire. It says next, be- next good one. No one's going to come before Hodge. Next great. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, Luke Hodge, there's your answer, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Jared McVeigh's going to pip him, though. Also, Better Aaron... Play has just asked if Haggard's Footy can start making vintage-style merch, like the classic t- this classic T-shirt from the 90s, which is the Essendon Bombers Premiership shirt, and it has the most amount of logos on one T-shirt that I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. Far out. Because this is an audio medium, and the people listening cannot see this photo. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your response, Gemma. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> so I'm just yet- filling in the song. <laughs> Fuck, that was very Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, we need to get an exorcism of the room to get the fucking spirit of Tom out. It's got the Essendon Bombers logo, the AFL logo, the AFL Grand Final logo, the Premiership Cup, a giant square in the middle that says Premier's Bombers 1993, then a diamond around that. It is the most hectic shirt I've ever seen. Hmm. I wonder if I can get that somewhere. Wear it all the time. 2000 score, maybe? Looks on eBay. Yeah, I should. Uh, that's a great idea. We probably should knock out another Haggard's Footy T-shirt. Yeah. People should know that 50% of the conversations in our group chat are me floating T-shirt <laughs> ideas. And two should have been like, all right, mate. Yeah, just- <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if we had a T-shirt where there was like a picture of a roast and a toast and Tom's holding the toast and we're holding the roast and Michael Voss is there. And and like Voss, he's wearing a Brisbane Lions shirt underneath his... Port Adelaide polo, <laughs> and he's yelling, how good's footy? Yep, stuff like that. So, <laughs> as detailed as that is. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that was our last email for today. But look, my phone just lit up. Tom has just messaged us saying, boys, that was five minutes ago. I've responded, just got nothing. I think the VPN is worn out. <laughs> Chinese government's kicked in his door. He's been <laughs> arrested. Tom is dead. <laughs> Terence, you have two new sons. <laughs> and a daughter. I mean, sure, he likes my tweets. Yeah, that's good. That's enough. You're in the- Welcome to the Reed family. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tom. <laughs> Enjoy the Chinese afterlife, I guess. <laughs> Dushu, if people want to get in touch with the show, not Tom, because he's dead now. Yeah, don't, with don't the rest of us tweets. who are alive, where can they find us? Well, they can email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or tweet us at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at douche13. I'm at sidekick of Dowie. 
I'm at GL Bastiani or Play On Radio Melb. Oh yeah, we didn't actually address that at the start of the episode, but Gemma Ron's Play On Radio, which is one of the co-hosts of How Good's Footy, which is great and a great platform and you should definitely, definitely listen to it all the time, even when How Good's Footy is not on. 4pm Wednesdays. And 5am Thursdays. Correct. Uh, that is Melbourne time, and as I've previously said in episodes, I refuse to sort out all of your time zone <laughs> shit. Those are the Melbourne times. Just look at a map and figure out time zones. You'll be you'll be there. But listening does support the show, so that's great. But as always, we will also be remaining a podcaster on Thursdays. It goes up on the Sandspence Radio Haggard's Footy feed. Thanks for listening, and I'm real excited about footy, as always. And Sean. How are you feeling about this weekend? So excited. It's going to be the biggest win in the history of the AFLW. We might have to Skype Tom just so that you can see. Well, no point. He's dead. <laughs> Skype Tom from hell. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have the game playing at his funeral. <laughs> just, just. Bye, Tom. <laughs> Goodbye, Tom. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.